You are a Locked On Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day. And hello and welcome into the Braves postcast. Grant McCauley and Jake Mastriani with you here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. After what was a frustrating night for the Braves, a letdown kind of night for the Braves after the weekend they just had with the highest of highs and sweeping away the New York Mets and taking over first place and trimming that magic number all the way down to one. Well, it's going to remain at one after a loss to the Miami Marlins by a score of four to nothing. And the fact that the weather washed away the Mets and the Nationals. So those two teams are going to be playing a doubleheader which I'm sure they're looking very much forward to in the penultimate games of the season. Be that as it may, the Braves need to handle their business. They need to win one more game. It didn't happen on this night, and we're going to tell you about it and, of course, get you set up for game two of this three-game set in Miami as the Braves search for that win. They very much need to put away the National League East crown. Before we do that, I want to remind you to subscribe to Locked On Sports Atlanta right here on YouTube. Also, make sure you check out the apps on Roku and Amazon Fire. And make sure you subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. Uh, Jake, not really a, a whole lot to talk about here as far as the Braves are concerned. I think they arrived after what was a very emotional time in, in knocking off the Mets in three consecutive games. They got into Miami in the wee hours of the morning. And then, of course, the bats didn't show up in this game. And you kind of score runs if you want to win a baseball game. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of the rules of this game. You got to score to win. And uh, look, as much as you would like to hope that these guys could just turn the page and get back geared up for the Miami Marlins. Look, I had trouble going to sleep last night. I had trouble working today from the excitement of the weekend. So you can only imagine what they're going through. Plus getting in, like you said, around 4 a.m. and coming back and playing a ball game after the emotional high they just experienced. So not making excuses for them. This is their job. They got to come out and, and go to work and they know that. Uh, but certainly, you know, not what you were hoping for. You want to get this thing locked up as quickly as possible, not leave any hope. Uh, in the Mets clubhouse over there. So, unfortunately, they couldn't get it done on Monday, but got another couple of shots at it. Yeah, a couple of shots in Miami. Then, of course, the Mets and the Nationals have to play their entire three-game series over the 48 hours that follows. So, a lot can happen. A Nationals win, a Braves win, whatever the case is, or I guess more importantly, a Mets loss, which would also be a Nationals win. But we'll leave that right there. Let's talk about game number 160. It wasn't a lot of fun. Opener of the three-game set down in Miami. Braves now 160 on the year, they were shut out on four hits, committed a couple of errors early. This, this didn't really look that sharp in this one. Five men left on base. Atlanta hitless with runners in scoring position. That's a big way to be shut out there. Marlins now 68-92, and 92, four runs, nine hits, an error, and six men left aboard. Jesus Lozardo, he looked very good in this game. He's now 4-7 and seven on the year, but do not let that record fool you. He is a much better pitcher than that. He tied his career high with 12 punch-outs in this one to help shut out the Braves. Bryce Elder, meanwhile, ran into trouble in the first and third innings, gave up four total runs, and as you saw on the scoreboard, that is, in fact, what the Marlins needed to win this one. Elder now 2-4, and four, no save in a game that lasted two hours, 29 minutes, and a crowd of 10,767 paid to see it. Jake, let's start out with Bryce Elder. I mean, we've seen him be so good so many times. I mean, the, the uh, Washington Nationals and Miami Marlins should be very familiar with Bryce Elder, and perhaps that played into things a little bit for the Marlins. It didn't seem like he was able to get things going, have that sinker the way he wanted to early on. And the Braves' defense in the first inning was a little bit spotty as well. And he lasted just five innings and allowing those four earned runs on six hits. Only walked one batter, but just not the crisp Bryce Elder that we've been seeing over the past couple of months. Yeah, it wasn't. But you look at it, his line at the end of the day, six hits, you know, one walk. I mean, you'll take that 
out of Bryce Elder. Obviously, 98 pitches. Pitch count ran up there a good bit in those early innings. But it's just like you said, and I've talked about this before, he has so much movement on his pitches. It's all about can he just command them. And he just unfortunately didn't have that sinker early. He did get it going late. I thought his last couple innings were his best ones. But unfortunately, just early on, wasn't able to command it like he'd like to. And Braves fell behind. And unfortunately, they couldn't fall behind by anything on this night because the offense couldn't get going. But, I mean – you would normally take that start, I think, from Bryce Elder when he, if you, if he's going to give you five innings, like at three, maybe three instead of four, but that's your fifth starter, maybe even your sixth starter throughout the year. Right. So again, it's not, you know, I'm not putting this on Bryce Elder. It wasn't his best performance. We've obviously seen him do better, but you know, not a terrible performance for what you're expecting from your fifth, sixth guy in the rotation. Yeah, and this is a team loss all around. I mean, yeah, you gave up some runs, and that's one thing. But on the offensive side, there really wasn't much to speak of in this game. Braves got just four hits on this night as Jesus Luzardo uh, just walked one batter in addition to those four hits and struck out 12 to tie his career high across six innings of shutout ball. So he obviously looked very good in this one. A not-fun stat from this game. Well, Dansby Swanson, two for four. You'll take a multi-hit game from Dansby. He's been red hot over the past week or so. Uh, or really, I guess, at least since that Washington series, he had a great set against the New York Mets over the weekend. Rest of the team, though, aside from Swanson's two for four, went two for 27 and struck out 13 times. Orlando Arcia, Robbie Grossman owned the only other hits in this game for the Braves. Austin Riley and Ofer with four strikeouts in this one. Matt Olson struck out three times and hitless games from Michael Harris and William Contreras, who each struck out a couple of times. So as you can see by Luzardo's success and by all those strikeouts that the Braves piled up there, it just wasn't a great day for this offense. And whether it's a late arrival, whether it's kind of an emotional hangover, letdown, what have you, you know, the Braves are going to have to do what good teams do. And the Braves are a very good team. Forget about this one, flush it, and come out tomorrow and get ready to handle their business. Yeah, and look, they had opportunities in this game. You know, not a lot of hits, four hits, one walk, but – Two on, nobody out in the first inning. Mm-hmm. You can't get anything. Lead off in a single in the third and nothing. A lead off walk in the fourth. A one out double in the fifth. A lead off double in the sixth inning. And you can't push any of those runs across. I mean, uh, look, the at bats in this game just were not as good as what we saw over the weekend. And that's that's tough to do. We mentioned, you know, the late flight in. And it's just, it's hard to get that focus for every at bat for every game. And it just didn't seem like the the focus was there for the Braves hitters tonight. And uh, again, you know, Luzardo is a really good pitcher, really good young pitcher. So, you know, a tough, uh, you know, a tough out Harris and Olsen, especially with the lefty Luzardo just couldn't get anything going tonight. I mean, Riley and Olsen over eight with seven strikeouts. I mean, we talked about how good the top of the lineup was in that last series and how good they need to be for the Braves in the postseason. But outside of Dansby, like you said, nobody else really, got anything going they couldn't take advantage of the opportunities that they were given and just couldn't come up with that big hit so uh, unfortunately the offense just not able to get it going on monday full confidence they're going to bounce back but certainly was a rough night for them all around yeah and again like i said an 0 for 8 with runners in scoring position that's certainly not going to help your cause whatsoever the braves were kept in the ballpark just the four hits on the day and two of them belonging to one player you knew they weren't stringing the hits together you mentioned there weren't a whole lot of walks to be had and the Braves just weren't able to take advantage of what looked like the start of something, maybe in a couple of innings. And I do think that's credit, especially to Jesus Luzardo, who looked great, picked up the strikeouts that he needed to. And again, you may look at the record and think four and seven, that's not very impressive, but I'm telling you, the Marlins have a very good arm in this kid, and they've got a few of those down there, and they throw a good one out there in game one of the series to beat the Braves by a four-nothing score. 
As I mentioned earlier, the Mets were rained out. That means there's a doubleheader on Tuesday against Washington. It also means that the Braves' magic number remains at one. Their lead in the National League East goes to one and a half games over the New York Mets with five total games between the two teams to play. So the Mets still, they need to win out. They need to beat the Nationals three times. Meanwhile, the Braves just need to beat the Marlins one time in order to complete this National League East crown for 2022. So I think, again, Jake, it's just one of those days where if you didn't get that rest last night, go ahead and find it tonight. Come on out and get back in the win column in game two on on Tuesday and just you know have a short memory. Sometimes that's the best thing you can have as a baseball player is forgetting about how bad yesterday was because you do get that new opportunity each day though there are precious few opportunities remaining here in the regular season. And there's a quick game at that, too. So they should have plenty of time to get back to the hotel room and and get a good night's rest. Like I said, I mean, you'd love to see them just be able to come out and put an exclamation point on the weekend on Monday. But, you know, they are human. as a late night, you know, emotional weekend. They just weren't as crisp. You mentioned the, the uh, errors early on and then yeah. the, all the strikeouts. And again, not taking anything away from Luzardo, uh, but – it just was a tough night overall. But like you said, get a good night's rest, come back out tomorrow, uh, bounce back, and hopefully put this thing away. You don't want it to creep out too much longer. So uh, get it taken care of as quickly as you can. Well, this opener was not built for success, but if you want to be built for success and you need to check out our friends over at Built Bar because you are going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff. Whether you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just grab a quick bite, Built is a perfect protein bar and they taste better than a candy bar. So ditch those calories, the fat, and all that sugar. Grab yourself a Built Bar and the offer today is heading over to Built.com. Use that promo code LOCKEDON15. Get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKEDON15 over at built.com find yourself something good there and of course the Braves will be looking for something good on Tuesday down in Miami they're going to turn to Jake Odorizzi in the middle game of this series it's game 161 for the Braves it's crazy we're right down here toward the end I think Jake you and I wondered is Jake Odorizzi going to get another start for the Braves well the answer to that is yes it can't go much worse than the last one Uh, he's five and six with an ERA just over four and a half on the season between Atlanta and Houston Braxton Garrett, another nice young pitcher for the Miami Marlins, will be on the mound three and six with a three five six ERA. If Jake Odorizzi wants to go a long way towards erasing some of the you know mediocre or worse starts that he has uh, you know experienced in a Braves uniform, then throwing a pretty good start at the Marlins on Tuesday in Game One Sixty One and helping the Braves win the division would go a long way, I think, towards maybe getting him back closer to where he would like to be to at least close out this regular season on a much better note. Would certainly love to see that, but I feel like the last two starts he's had now, we've said the same thing. Can't get much worse than his last one, and uh, it certainly is true. But let's hope that's not that is the case on Tuesday. And for me, I think you have to go back to treating this as a postseason game. Look, you knew the bullpen was wasn't going to be you. The top bullpen arms weren't going to be used right. on Monday. They were done. So you know, Elder, no matter what, Snicker was going to leave him out there to throw a hundred pitches, and then he was going to go to you know, the guys that he ended up going to. But on Tuesday, like I said, you don't want to let this get to Wednesday. And, you know, the Mets could lose and that could take care of it itself. But you don't want to let this get to that last game where you probably have to throw Freed out there and hope that he's okay and can have a good outing. So if Odorizzi doesn't have it early, I'd like to see Snicker go with that postseason mentality like he did over the weekend and pull the plug and go to that bullpen. You can't let this one get too far away, especially, you know, with the way the offense looked on Monday while I have, you know, confidence will bounce back. Still a good pitching staff that the Marlins have, so you can't fall too far behind early against that Marlins pitching. So 
I think you got to be very careful with Oda Rizzi. If things aren't looking good early, you got to pull the plug because yeah. I think you, you need to you need to win this game. Obviously, you had to yeah. win one of these last two, but can't let it get away from you and let this thing drag out till the final day. Yeah, and I'll co-sign on that. And and look, I mean, the Braves, they had the two-game lead coming into this one. They lose half a game. The Mets obviously were idle, couldn't play because of the rain. Braves have uh, you know played the Marlins uh, pretty well this year. They're 12-5 and five against them, including the loss on Monday. And I think that we all know what's at stake with not having to play in that wild card series, getting more rest, having the opportunity to get healthy in some cases and have the Braves right where they want to be to start in the NLDS and not play in the wild card round. So I agree with you. I think you treat each of these last two games like the opportunity to win and obviously help yourself out and not spend any time really being concerned about what the Mets do. Of course, with that doubleheader, maybe in the early game, we'll know exactly what's going on with this. We'll find out. Uh, but we won't know until Tuesday. But the game that we do have at hand and in hand right now is going to be game two against the Miami Marlins at Lone Depot Park, 6.40 p.m. Eastern time, the first pitch. Jake Odorizzi against Braxton Garrett as the Braves look to clinch the National League East with their magic number still sitting at one. That's going to wrap us up here on the Braves postcast, part of the all-new Locked On Sports Atlanta. Make sure you're subscribed here on YouTube. Check out those apps over on Roku and Amazon Fire, and make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcasts. For Jake Mastriani, I'm Grant McCauley. A disappointing night at the ball yard for the Braves who lose 4-0. They're still a game away from clinching the East, and we'll come your way after Game 2 on Tuesday against Miami. And until then, so long, everyone. Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias. DC Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake Ward. Host of Locked On Yankees. Locked On Mariners. Locked On Mets. Locked On Angels. And you're listening to Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 